Save up to 35% on auto insurance with the experts at Golden West Insurance Services, conveniently located at Golden West Credit Union. We'll take care of you. The revival of last year's Utah Jazz had seminal moments, including a simple inbound pass in Detroit. The inbound is coming from the left corner. 5.9 left, down by two. Rubio holding, finds Ingles, under the rim, lamp good! Tie game, 4.5 seconds left. With that overtime win, little did we know it would be the first game of the streak. And now, coming off a collective effort last night in Cleveland, the Jazz look to start another one. Another miss by the Cavaliers, and out on the runs, Dante Sexton's back, Dante twirls. Out in court for cross-court Ingles, leaves it behind for Crowder. Thought about an open three, takes one dribble, settles himself, fires, and hits. Jay Crowder is over 40% now on the season on open threes, and he's got himself another three tonight, and is just on absolute fire. But they'll have to slow down. Point forward, Blake Griffin. Knocks it back to Blake, Rubio's guarding him, so he's gonna bogart him into the lane, he runs into Gobert, and he dunks on Rudy while Rudy dunks. You will see that one all over the place. From downtown Detroit, it's the Jazz and the Pistons. Tip-off is now. David, the thing to look for tonight, I, I think, and I know you don't like this stat, but I think it, it, it should pay some dividends tonight, is both of these turn, teams turn it over about 15 times a game, but it's a very slow-paced ball game because of the style of play from both. So the turnovers that lead to transition points that I think might be important, I think, for the team. You know what? I agree exactly with what you just said. I don't disagree with that. Turnovers that lead to fast break points, Ron, I'm 100% on board. Counting the turnover that means it's a dead ball and taking the ball out of bounds as the same thing, I don't have to think quite of the same about. How's that? Uh, I'll give it to you. All right, just about to tip it off tonight. And before we tip it off, it's time for a WCF insurance efficiency report. Who are the leaders in net efficiency rating? The Utah Jazz now for the season. The NBA are the ninth best team in the efficiency, number one team in the West since the Kyle Korver trade. The Detroit Pistons come in on the efficiency ranking at 23rd. That's brought to you by WCF insurance. Be careful out there. Opening tip controlled by the Pistons. They're in the gray uniforms with blue and red sides. They're traditional with the Pistons. Reggie Bullock hands off to Brown, their rookie. He's playing the power or small 40, drives at Rudy Gobert and floats up two over Rick Rudy. Jazz are in the purple uniforms with yellow numbering, white lettering, and Ricky Rubio comes to the front court. Jazz don't run the play as they were supposed to. Something went wrong. Ricky almost threw a pass to Donovan who wasn't looking. Now they try to collect themselves, and a left-hand dribble by Rubio into the window, kicks it out to Favors for a corner three on the right side that's short, and Reggie Jackson rebounds. He played his college ball at Boston College, originally drafted by Oklahoma State, or Oklahoma City. Inside Drummond, powering into Gobert at the rim, misses the two-footer, rebound Ingles. Well, I thought Rudy may have gotten a piece of that. I mean, you can see he's trying to bully Rudy and put that body into him and get closer to the basket. Ingles driving. We think he could have a big night tonight. He misses. Rebound Gobert, and he gets fouled on the way up. Why do we think that Joe Ingles could have a big night tonight? Because the Pistons are the number one team in the league at not allowing you to take a three or defending a three-point shot and the seventh best at denying. So they don't lead three-point shooters. And with Rudy rolling... 
Dwayne Casey said to his pregame that you got to make sure you don't get a step high or else it's a dunk. Well, he's talking about Andre Drummond. So exactly. if you set a good pick, that means that Joe Ingles and Ricky Rubio and Rudy and Donovan Mitchell should have lanes to the basket while they hug those three-point shooters. Well, Joe just had a lane to the basket, missed the layup. Rudy misses the tap but gets fouled on a second attempt. He misses the free throw, and everybody cringes back at home, and he misses the next free throw, and everybody cringes. We don't make free throws except for the fact that Rudy's made 80% of his free throws over the last 10 games. But it seems like he goes through stretches where... We only notice when they don't go in. Here's Drummond, pick and roll, and he jammed it with the right hand. Well, they just did the same thing to the Jazz that we talked about the Jazz doing to the Pistons. They ran the pick and roll, and Drummond got to the basket. 4-0. Ingles, right side three, no good. Joe struggling on above the break threes, misses that one. Joe is eight of his last 41. Blake Griffin takes six threes a game now. He fires this and misses off the back handle. Jazz come back the other way, left to right with the basketball in the purple uniforms. Jab step by Mitchell, works to the left hand, gets to the elbow, kicks back to Rubio. Angle left three where he's been hot, but he misses. And the Jazz have missed their opening five attempts of the night, three of them from three. They trail it 4-0. Bullock driving into the body of Gobert, kicks it out to Jackson. Reggie's their third leading scorer at 13 a game. He's going to go one-on-one on Rubio. Forgot the basketball. Rubio knocks it away. Jackson picks it back up. Kicks to Bullock, their best three-point shooter. He fires and hits. Reggie Bullock was 44% from three last year. Hits this one in a quick timeout. It's 7-0 Pistons on the Jazz Radio Network. Oh, my! Utah Jazz Sound Flash. The Detroit Pistons, Dwayne Casey. One is our defensive coverage, our schemes defensively. The league is totally different than it was five or six years ago. So you got to adjust your defensive coverages. It's not the traditional bigs up at the level as it's been in the past. So our guys have been disciplined in that aspect that we've taken away. One of, we accomplished one of our goals is to be a good pick-and-roll defensive team because that's what everybody's looking for. So everybody else, you either got to protect the rim or cover the three-point line. We we one for two. Jazz come out of a timeout. Rudy Gobert rolling the basket. It's a pass from Ingles on the right side and a charge taken by Reggie Jackson. Dwayne Casey talking there in our Utah Jazz sound flash brought to you by Newskin. Newskin proud sponsor of the Utah Jazz. Discover the best you at newskin.usa.com. Seven nothing Pistons here to start. An off the ball foul called on Donovan Mitchell. And one of the new officials in the league. Fenzi Ransom, he was added to the regular official list this year along with the two women midway through the season, part of the way through the season, not not midway here. But a lot of injuries to NBA officials this year. Well, you know, just like athletes, they spend a lot of time on the floor. Yeah, and Jazz forced a turnover. They actually, if you dig into it a little bit, spend more. Those guys who worked 70 games last year, all played more minutes than the most players in the NBA. Yeah. They played over 3,000 minutes. So their knees, backs, and hips They don't and have Eric Waters and Mike Elliott and Doug Burrell working on them after games. Here's Donovan weaving underneath, kicks to Rubio. Rubio penetrates in the paint, finds Favors cutting, but he couldn't handle the pass. Goes out of bounds. That's because Blake Griffin knocked it away. A comment from Dwayne Casey there in our sound flashes. We want to be a good pick and roll team. They're 25th in the league at defending the ball handler. 
16th in the league defending the roll man. So this is a night for Rubio and the Jazz inbound to Favors. Hands back to Ingles, left corner three. Good for Joe Ingles. Yeah, you see, he caught the defense cheating. So he was able to take advantage of that. Brown, who played at Miami, second round pick. Works to the right side to Bullock. He's driving, misses. Only shoots about 10% of his shots at the rim, so that's a rarity. Rebound comes down to Gobert, and he's fouled by Drummond. If you look back throughout the Pistons season, point guards have had some very big games against the Pistons, and that's lar- until Mike Conley went 0 for 8 the other night. And that's largely because of the defensive style we've been talking about. So Rubio, Mitchell, Ingles, whoever's coming off the pick and roll tonight, should be able to make hay. Here's Ingles off the pick and roll. Bullets the pass to Favors. He slices in the lane. Has to shoot it awkwardly over Drummond and misses the five-footer. And we have a foul going the other way as Blake Griffin and Rudy get tied up. And Rudy Gobert has been assessed his second foul at the 840 mark of the quarter. And that's a game changer. As physical as Blake Griffin Griffin is, he seems to bait teams or players into getting physical with him and picking up fouls. I read an article today where it says Blake does all the dirty work. Epe Udo will check in. Udo played his college ball at Michigan along with Baylor. Jackson going one-on-one to the basket. Scoops, misses. Udo rebounds. Outlet to Donovan. Pushes ahead to Rubio left side. Doesn't complete the route. Pulls back out on the left side. Jazz are one of the worst teams in the league in transition this year. Bounce pass to Udo underneath. Loses the dribble, saving it back up top to Donovan, 10 on the shot clock. Angle right is Donovan Mitchell, goes away from the pick. Now works into the lane, takes a left hand off balance, floater, bounces around, no good, rebound Drummond. Drummond, one of the leading rebounders in the NBA, 15 a game. The leading rebounder in the NBA, 15 a game. Blake Griffin, ball fakes favors, just about got him to bite. Back up top to Brown. Brown coming in on Udo, and Udo reaches in and fouls him. Well, they are really using Drummond off the high picks there. And and that pick is awfully high out on the floor, David. When that pick is that far off the floor and you break the paint, there's a lot of room. Detroit shooter, Bruce. 30-point bell already tonight. We've only got one other game going on as the Nuggets are on their way to beating the Charlotte Hornets. Let's find out who it was in Denver that ran the Lexus 30-point bell. Whips it out on top. Jokic three. Got it! Joker's got 32 in the game. Ooh, Nikola Jokic with another mammoth game. And another Western Conference team walks in and blows Charlotte out. Charlotte, the sixth best team in the East, has lost about every Western Conference team at home. Rubio penetrating. Bounces it down low to Favors. And Favors is fouled. He'll get two free throws. Foul on Blake Griffin, who wears 23. Here in Detroit. Blake, who 0 for 1. Thought maybe he would be more of a focal point of the offense right now. But right now, it looks like the pick and roll with the guards. With Bruce Brown is, is um, has been the difference. First free throw from Faves is up and in. It's now 9-4 Detroit. They started on a 7-0 advantage. And now the Jazz will try to walk them down. We're on the Jazz defense, defending the pick-and-roll ball handler. 19th in the NBA, so not great. So maybe that's part of the reason why they're looking at it. What we are great at is stopping the pick-and-roll ma- the roll man. Fifth-best team in the league at that. 
Here's Jackson, pick and roll. Bounces back to Blake, he'll take a 20. It's actually a three, but I can't see the three point line from where we're seated. It's up and in. You gotta rely on the official for that. Yep. Blake knocks down 36%. He's shooting from the three point line this year. Right side, Ingles. Swings up top to Donovan. Drives in the lane, ball fakes, hesitates, fades back, misses. Two tough looks early for Donovan after last night with a little bit more patience. Left side, Jackson bounces back to Blake, kicks to Jackson in the corner. 33% three-point shooter misses from the corner. And the rebound comes down to Joe Ingles with the Jazz trailing at 12-5. Favors rumbling through the lane, gets it knocked away. No whistle, no foul. Jo Derek thought he got a call. Drummond will rebound and bring it to the front court. Drummond's got five boards already, averages 16 a game, 15 a game. Brown. Terminates, nowhere to go. Swings to Bullock, who's really a catch-and-shoot guy, not much more. And he pulls into a mid-range hopper, exactly doing the opposite of what I said, and hits. 14-5, Detroit. Pistons have lost 11 of their last 15. Joe Ingles, left-hand drive, into the window, runs into two defenders, loses the ball out of bounds off his leg. It's almost as though the Jazz are getting something a little different than what they expected. As they, Ingles is driving the basket and there are th three guys waiting for him, so they are not guarding any of the Jazz shooters, and now the Jazz bring in Kyle Korver and Jay Crowder, and we'll see how that changes. Well, I'll tell you what, Ingles got just, just raked down the arm there. And True enough, the ball went off his thigh, but there was a foul before that. Jackson. Comes off a pick. Maintains the dribble as he often does. Back up top to Brown. No substitutions from Detroit yet. To the corner to Bullock. Catch and shoot three is good. He's one of the better catch and shoot guys in the league. Yeah, he's got 10 points already. Rubio works off a high pick. Penetrates to the window. Reverse side layup is either blocked or an air ball. He gets his own rebound, gives it to Udo, who floats the right-hander up and in. Pepe Udo grew up, went to Michigan, transferred to Baylor. Got drafted by the Warriors. Top 10 pick. Blake Griffin driving on Crowder into the body of Udo, loose with the dribble. Goes out to Bullock, left corner three, good. Reggie Bullock's got 11 points. He's on fire. Four of five from field, three of three from three. Crowder, back cuts, catches at the rim for a right-hand floater, no good. Jazz down 20 to seven. Brown attacking Corver to the window, fouled. Might have a goaltend. No, I don't think so. I think that ball was blocked before it hit the backboard. Do not have a, and they, and they have it. a goaltending. Wow. And it's 22 to seven. The Jazz are 2 of 13 to shoot starting this game. And, Ron, all of a sudden, the Jazz are down 15. And on one level, you can say it's early. On the other end, it is not easy to come back from 15-point deficits in the NBA. Especially on the road. A game that teams that have been up by 15 have won 87% of the games this year. Driving on the right side of the basket and drawing the foul is Dante Exum. 
And Dante will go to the line to shoot two. So Dante trying to, maybe Dante will be the one, Ron, who takes advantage of the inability of the Pistons pick and roll defense that the other guards have not been able to take advantage of. Donovan's 0 for 2, Rubio's 0 for 2. Ingles has one of the two field goals for the Jazz. Yeah, well, I was interested in the bench there as well. I know I see what, how strong their bench. They look like their starting lineup is definitely. Well, Jose Calderon has come in, the relic that is known as Jose Calderon. He's been struggling fairly miserably, but is a solid player. Left side to Brown. They're trying to go the post to Blake Griffin, guarded by Crowder. Bumping, left shoulder into him. Jazz feign at him, kick out to Bullock, rotate to Calderon, corner. Driving his brown hands to Drummond for a four-footer that stays in. Detroit with their ninth 15-point lead of the season tonight. They're eight and one this year when they've led by 15. 25 to nine. Here's Donovan, big steps, gives to Udo inside. Fakes out Drummond, puts up a hook shot, but it's short. Rudy Gobert went out with two fouls at the 840 mark. Called her own left side. Top to Blake. Igneep then. Line drive jumper no good. Dante rebounds. Comes with his front court with his white leggings and his purple uniforms. Kicks to Corver. They close on him. He pulls into a mid-ranger instead and hits. Kyle Corver. This team's going to have to walk themselves back into the ball game. Here. In a slow-paced game, slow as you pace. mentioned earlier, Ron, that's even more difficult. Yes, it is. Bullock gets a look. Angle left three. Got it. Reggie Bullock, 14 points. Four of four from three. Five of six overall. Donovan, free throw line, high arcing jumper up and in. Well, Ron, if the Jazz do walk back from this, it'll be the second time they've come back from a 15-point deficit this year. It is the 14th time they've trailed by 15. 28-13 right now. Blake Griffin driving, flipping it up to the basket. No, Drummond trying to get the rebound. Taps, no. Kicked out by Udo to Crowder. Crowder to the front court, attacking the smaller Brown. Gets caught in the air, throws it to Blake Griffin. He plays for the Pistons. It's now a fast break for the Pistons. But going into the body of Exum sliding by him, and in the open court, there aren't money better than the six-foot-nine powerhouse that is Blake Griffin. He definitely is very good at finishing around the basket. 250. And fast. 30 to 13. Jazz getting blown out early. Donovan driving, floating, missing. Rebound comes down to the Pistons. Jazz are 4 of 17 shooting, but they've only taken four threes. Detroit, number one team in the league, defending the three, seventh best at denying it, and the Jazz aren't even getting them off. Four of 17 to start for the Utah Jazz, and they are down. 30 to 13 on the Jazz Radio Network. And protecting the rim allows them not to help as much as some teams do. It gets back to, you know, we've talked about this philosophically. You know, what you try to take away in your defense and what your schemes are really dependent upon your, your personnel and trying to structure and guys learning to play together in that system the same way they do offensively. So hopefully we can do a good job of, of getting in the lane and attacking the rim and, and making good decisions when we're in there. And, and I still want us to, you know, to be a Aggressive from the three-point line. Well, there was Quinn Snyder's approach to how to attack the Pistons defensively, and the Jazz have not done that well. Howell Neto comes into the game. 
taking Dante Exum out. Don't know if Dante is injured or what happened there. Kennard, Johnson, Bullock, Drummond, and Calderon. So the bench unit of the Pistons, which has been inconsistent this year. Kennard takes a three right side, wants a foul, doesn't get it. Casey's beside himself. He didn't get it an air ball. Crowder rebounds. Jazz come the other way. 30 to 13. Jazz down by 17. Jazz four of 17 from the field. Crowder driving, pushes out the glass, no good. Loose ball rebound, Crowder. Out to Ingles, rotates to Neto. Neto dribbles off his heel, comes back to get it. Now takes a left-hand dribble to the free throw line. Stops, fires, misses. Jazz are four of 19. Dante's coming back into the game. I'm not sure what that was. Much smaller Neto guarding Stanley Johnson the post. Johnson powers him, gives it out to Calderon, who's reluctant to shoot and doesn't. 10 on the shot clock. Bullock comes off a pick and roll. Gives to Drummond. Drummond powers into Favors. Works to the rack. Four footer, no. Rebound comes down to Crowder. If you keep Drummond outside the restricted area, he shoots below 30%. 29% on the season outside the restricted area. Neto, minute left in the quarter. Hands to Corver. Back up top to Crowder. Crowder straight down the barrel. Three is offline, wild right. We have not had, other than Joe's Ingles three, one that's pretty much online. One of five, four of 20 overall. Miserable shooting quarter for the Jazz, and they're down 17. Drummond bypasses a layup, kicks to the corner to Stanley Johnson for three. He's a bad shooter, he misses. Rebound to the Jazz. He's not a good shooter, I'm not making that up. Reggie Bullock takes that shot, I'm gonna be a little more concerned than Stanley Johnson. Game clock at 19, shot clock at 11, bounce pass to Favors, stolen by the Pistons. Here comes Drummond leading the break, driving into Ingles, shoves off of the left hand, no whistle, Corver reaches in and fouls. I think the league needs to take a look at this. I mean, that's just it's really getting to everyone is, is, is doing that. I mean, they're just driving straight into the chest of players, pushing off with that left hand, even when that, that defender is between them and the basket. First free throw from Drummond. This is often an adventure, a little more so this year than it was last year, a little less so than it was early in his career, and he makes the first one. Well, career-wise, David, 42%. That makes going to the free throw line a bit of an adventure. Last year he was at 60. This year he's at 50. Thus, the comment. It's a little more of an adventure than last year and less than it was when he started his career. This line drive comes off the back rim, and Corver luckily screened out the shooter. Eight seconds left in the quarter. Here come the Jazz. Favors is at the rim. Flying in is Stanley Johnson to block it with 3.7 seconds left. And they stop action. Why? Dwayne Casey's got his hands in the air. Quinn Snyder's got his hands folded. Two guys will both be rooting for the Seahawks tonight. The deep Seattle ties. The clock stopped at 3.7. So now the Pistons will inbound on the far side. I'm guessing this is probably to the Jazz advantage. Stanley Johnson inbounding to Calderon, three seconds. Kicks it back to Stanley Johnson for a three air ball. At the end of quarter number one, the visiting 
It's a palindrome, and it's never good to be on the wrong side of a palindrome, particularly if it's 31-13 at the end of one on the Jazz Radio Network. Left side jumper, good. First quarter recap brought to you by America First Credit Union. Get the finest in financial services from Utah's number one credit union. America First. Bullock gets a look. Angle left three, got it. Reggie Bullock, 14 points. Four of four from three. That's the story of the quarter. They hit five threes. The Jazz hit four field goals. The Jazz have been run out of this gym early, and we'll see whether Jazz can run around the outside of it long enough to find a way to break in. Well, the Jazz has swept this team in the last two years. Seems right. unlikely tonight. Down 31-13. Rudy Gobert checks, and he had two fouls at the 8.50 mark. The Jazz were down 7-3 when he checked out. Here's Ingles, right-hand drive. Brings two defenders to him, floats it up, misses. Jazz go to four of 22. And Joe Ingles is one of four, Donovan's one of four. Calderon on the right side, guarded by Axum. This is a little bit different rotation by the Jazz now than they've been used to having. Blake Griffin, mid-block left, going one-on-one on Crowder. Steps back with a Nowitzki, no good. Pistons this year, when they have both Blake Griffin and Drummond on the floor, have been okay. When they have one of them on the floor, they've been terrible. Driving, Ingles, fouled and finishes. When they have neither of them on the floor, they've been good. So you figure that out. It makes just about no sense, but I'll say it again. When they've had both of them on the floor, they're about plus one or 1.5, so they're, they're good. When they've had neither of them on the floor, or one of them on the floor, either Drummond or Blake by themselves, awful. And yet when they've had neither of them on the floor, they're actually plus six. So we'll see what happens. You wanna give me Three that again? Point. With, no, I've done it twice. <laughs> it means you weren't listening. Called her own. I was listening, David. Well, you thought it was useless. Funny, yes. Blake Griffin, far right side. Works his way into Gobert. Gives it up because Rudy's there. Kicks to Stanley Johnson for three. No good. There's Rudy's impact. Blake just didn't take a shot. He regularly would take. And he goes out to a not very good shooter. Here's Exum driving. Lost the ball. Gets it back. He's underneath the basket. Bounce inside Rudy. Ball fakes. Gives it back to Dante who dunks. That's $50 to the Utah Food Bank, courtesy of Ford. Ford, go further. 31-18, Jazz trying to work their way back. Call their own, mid-range right-hand jumper, no good for the Spaniard. And then the Jazz turn it over, coming back the other way. Corver trying to push it ahead of the defense, hits Crowder in the back. Call their own, driving, falls, bounces to Lohr. His eight-footer, no good. Blake Griffin flies in between the Jazz defenders and tips it up and in. Dante to Corbin. Kyle fires the three, misses. Rebound Stanley Johnson with the right hand. Stanley's incredible physical force. Played a single year at Arizona. He's yet to figure out the NBA game. Bounces pass, stolen by Joe Ingles. Joe calls for a pick. John Lohr is the big defending. Ingles kicks it to the Exum. Exum penetrates, attacks, hands it off to Gobert. Easy layup. Ron, you're, was there any reason you were wondering about the Pistons bench? Yes, because I didn't see 
where their points were going to come from. And, you know, well, it's going to come from Blake as he drives, kicks it out to Calderon. Calderon used to be one of the most dead-eye shooters in the league, and he hits this three. Calderon is the mentor to Ricky Rubio on the Spanish national team. Ingles back-cutting. Gobert tries to get it to him, does, but it's not in a way that he can shoot it. So Joe brings it back up top, kicks it to Crowder. Left side three, contested, no good. One of 18 this year on contested threes. 40% on open threes. Calderon wears 81, bounces to John Lohr, rotates to Stanley Johnson in the corner. Johnson tries to drive on Corver. Ball fake, stops, pushes back and scores. Timeout, Quinn Snyder. Well, for all those inroads the Jazz made momentarily, it is now back up to 18. 38 to 20 on the Jazz Radio Network. Forty years of Utah Jazz basketball. He pulled me aside and he said, "Son, I can tell you've been working." He said, "I'll make you a deal. You come to our training camp a month early, before any other players get there. Get on our weight training program, work with our coaches, get on our running program, and I'll give you a chance to play for one year." I did what Frank asked me to do, and by February 1st, I was on my game as a starting center of the Utah Jazz. Colder, hit what he has, front court straight away. Stockton with him, behind the back dribble. He this air to block it. Corsi's got a double pump. Black by Eaton. What a play by Big Mark. Here's Stockton. Underneath the Big Mark. Slammed up. 40 years of jazz basketball in Salt Lake City. Mark Eaton, our feature tonight, the 7'4, 275-pounder. Had a great career with the Jazz, playing all 875 games of his career with the Jazz. Excellent penetrates, hands to favors, fouled and finishes. Well, Quinn Snyder is trying everything right now and he has gone to a lineup of Rubio and Exum together. Derek favors to the line after making that basket. Thirty-eight twenty-two is the score. Pistons are in control. Jazz shot it terribly to start the game. 4 of 21. Pistons had two days off. Jazz on a back-to-back. Jazz need this. Jazz have not played a lot of lesser teams in the league. This is one of them that has not got a great differential. Kadar driving. Flips up with the right hand. No good. Here comes Cephalosha. Tabo's been the Jazz's hottest three-point shooter. Left side to Axum. Dante driving with the left hand. Cross-court pass. Tabo. Did I say he's hot? He missed. Because everybody's missing. <laughs> Eight of 29, one of eight from three. Blake Griffin. Blake's three of seven, has seven points. He leads him in scoring. Tabo knocks it away. Exum picks it up. Dante driving at Kennard to the basket. Flares it out to Rubio. Open three. Good. Can the Jazz get back in this? What do you want to be at by halftime? Boy, at least 10. Okay, you're at 12 right now, and you got 745. You're not asking a lot. Well... (laughs) You don't expect for, for <laughs> the Pistons just to go cold here. I mean, right, I'd like to get it to six. How's that? Kennard, floater, no. Tipped by Favors to Ingles. Jazz could get it to ten. Rubio comes off an Ingles handoff. Gets to the free throw line all the way to the cup. Lobs it to Favors. He'll take all the eggs and all the bacon. An 8-0 Jazz run. And Ron Boone there within 10 with 7.22 left. We'll let you readjust your goals when we come back. Wow, Ron, you really, 
Did you have your children set those kind of goals too? Let's make it six. Then. If you could get a C on this test, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> so we Time out on the floor. Seven twenty-two left in the second quarter of the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz run an 8-0 run to cut the game to 38-28. Jazz trailed this game. Their largest deficit of the night was by 18. And the Jazz trying to work their way back. Mark Miller, Subaru wants you to love your car buying experience. That's why they've developed Promise Price. Promise Price is truly exceptional customer service. Come experience our commitment to Promise Price in either location. Start your purchase online at markmillersubaru.com. We know you'll love the experience. Now, neither Blake Griffin or Andre Drummond's in the game. And this is actually when the Pistons have been pretty good this year. Jackson bounces to Lure, attacking Favors at the rim, misses. Rebound to Cephalosian. Favors has played well. Gobert's played just six minutes. He has two fouls. High pick and roll. Ingles fakes the pass to Favors, gets to the window and scores. It's a 10-0 Jazz run in an eight-point game. But Joe's able to turn that corner going to his left. Plenty of time, takes his time, and shoots it right over the fingertips. That's a subtle coaching thing mm -hmm. because Quinn Snyder gets him the ball to his left hand mm -hmm. the way he likes it. Galloway had a good year with New York, and then Dante just turned an ankle or something, goes down mm -hmm. while guarding him. Dante is still down on the ground. Dante was guarding Galloway and just Boy, that fell out on the ground, and he just he's not holding on to anything. Don't he like just said something to Jay Crowder. He looks completely upset and terrified, mm -hmm. frankly. And he walks off the court. And Eric Waters and Mike Elliott will attend to him. He turned his left ankle on Derek Favors' foot. That's better news than, frankly, I had thought it was going to be without having seen it earlier. So he turned, badly turned. I mean, his left ankle, outside of his ankle, touched the hardwood. That's going to be a little while, I would suspect. 38-30. Here's Ingles. Chest it out to Donovan. Back to Joe. Joe driving with a left hand to the cup. Too hard. Oh, he got it. Joe Ingles. Joe Ingles with some beautiful playmaking. He's got 10 points to lead the Jazz, and the run still exists. As the Jazz now on a 12-2 run. 30, and maybe, wait a sec. Actually, I got to tell you what. I forgot what happened after Dante fell and got hurt. I thought he had really maybe hurt his knee again. Jackson, pull-up jumper, no good. Jazz are on a 12-0 run with the basketball. They've cut it to six. Ingles fouled. By the way, I evidently only wanted my son to get a B. Because I said I'd like it to be six by halftime, and it's 5.52 left. You said you wanted to Well, 10. we might as well take the lead here. We might as well go into the locker room here with the lead. I mean, I don't want to put too much pressure on him and ask for an A. It's all right if my kids get a B. What I didn't expect was for the Pistons just to go just... Favors so rolling to the basket, this. kicks to Cephalosha, top to Donovan. He drives back out to Joe, above the break three. No good. That shot is just not comfortable for Joe right now. Offensive board favors. Kicks to Rubio, drives to the left hand. Bounces inside. Cephalosha, beautiful cut and a layup. And the Jazz are on a 14-0 run. 38-34. 5-24 left. Drummond's back in the game. They're not very good when they only have one of the two guys on the floor. Jackson rolling, circles it around, outside Stanley Johnson, bullets it down low to 
Drummond, Drummond, keep him outside five feet. He's not very good. Hook shot from five feet up and in. 40 to 34. That ends the 14 to 0 run. Might become something else, but that ends that. Donovan driving, sees Drummond, cuts up to Cephalosha cutting. What a shot. Comes up the reverse side, palming it with the right hand and puts it up and in. 16 to two run by the Jazz and it's a 40 to 36 game that the Jazz trailed earlier in this game by 18. Jackson weaves inside, gets to the reverse side, layup good. One on one just working his way on a Lombard Street-esque route to the basket. Would be better if we were in San Francisco for that reference. Here's Rubio, fouled on the drive, kisses it off the window and in. He'll buy one and he'll get one free. You really like the little hesitation dribble there by, by Rubio. He comes and then he explodes, gets Reggie Jackson on his, on his left shoulder. Derek Favors with a very good stint. And Ricky and Rudy Gobert checks back in, 4.18 left. Quinn gives him five. Quinn has just absolutely detonated the Jazz regular rotation tonight. He had to, and Gobert went out with three fouls at the 8.40 mark. Jazz trailed 7-3, to three, and by the end of the quarter, with Gobert off the floor, it was 20-10. to 10. You're so right about that, and you're looking at the minutes that are played here by key people. Jazz Crowder won. with only nine minutes. Free throws are good. It's a... Free throw is good, it's a three point play, 42-39. Blake Griffin back in with Drummond. So now they've got both their main guys and they got their on the floor again. Right side Brown, gets it on Donovan, floats a right hander up, no good, Gobert snares the rebound. Long outlet to Ingles, he's at the cup, he finds a slicing Cephalosha, who missed the backhanded layup. Blake Griffin comes to the front court, and Joe fouls it. Joe Ingles and Blake Griffin, friends from Joe's training camp in L.A., but adversaries during a playoff where Blake got injured. Ingles picks up his first foul. Reggie Bullock was the story in the first half, first quarter. He had 14 points for Detroit. Pistons come in having lost 11 of 15, but off a very good win against Memphis. And a foul coming through the middle of the lane. It gives and that it's going to be Rudy. on Rudy Gobert. Well, the young Gobert. official has gotten Rudy. And Rudy will check out with three fouls. Let's watch this replay. Blake Griffin comes across the lane. That is terrible! <laughs> Rudy Gobert stand there. Blake Griffin runs right into him. Rudy flexes his right shoulder so he doesn't get his shoulder separated. And they call a foul on Rudy. That is awful. Floater by Brown, no good. Ball goes out of bounds. Ron, I'm right on this. That was You're an totally awful right. call. Totally right. And Rudy was so surprised that the whistle, the plate, the call was on him. He thought it was on someone else. Game changing. Second terrible call on Gobert. And Rubio drives, bounce passes out of bounds. So it's 42-39 Pistons. Gobert picks up his third foul at the 345 mark. Well, we got a rookie, and it's pretty obvious who he is. Blake Griffin, ball fakes a three, throws a pass to the wing. Run down by Brown, not where it was intended. 
Brown with Drummond, two-man game. Top to Bullock, right side to Calderon. Rubio guarding his mentor. Back to Blake, gives to Calderon, drives the basket, lays it up and in. And the, he can just, well, yeah, I can belabor this point forever, but that shot just is not taken if Gobert's in the game. That's true. Right, like if yep. Gobert's in the game, that shot doesn't go up. Favors, top of the key. And Calderon gets Joe Ingles on a foul. No, wait, Calderon. Well, they pulled, called Reggie Bullock for the call. Jazz shooting free throws. Yeah. Joe will go to the line as he checks his nose to make sure it's still attached to his face. Well, you can see that Brown was thinking the foul was on him, but Bullock actually pushed Joe Ingles. Joe Ingles first for the. I got to share what happened here. It's kind of classic. So the little stats guy in front of me for the TV broadcast. Yeah. has been trying to figure out how he could casually look around and find out who the crazy guy is who went bananas a minute ago and banged the table down on how crappy that call was. Yeah. Finally, he just got so he couldn't. He had to see how crazy I really was, so he fully turned around, stared right at me, and then went back to work. <laughs> That's a TV set. <laughs> yeah, he couldn't handle it. <laughs> Joe Ingles misses the second free throw after making the first. 44-40. So Gobert's been limited to seven minutes tonight. Call their own driving. Cut off by Rubio. Drummond now swings through on favors to the basket. Ingles reaches in and fouls him. That's Joe's second. You know, if you're an official and I Google search you, it's never a good moment in your career. Well, this is the first time we've seen him. It's a brand new official. Not sure if he has a full schedule or not. I would imagine. Well, there have been so many injuries this year that they had to add the three brand new officials to the list and Fennessy Ransom was one of them. He grew up in East Point, Georgia, went to Woodward Academy and then is a University of Georgia Bulldog. He was November 15th of this year. He was named from a non-staff official to a full-time official. Spent eight years of collegiate experience in the MEAC, the SWAC, the Big South, the Ohio Valley, the Southern, and the Sun Belt. So he never called a game with more than 1,000 people in the crowd. Rubio left side off a of favors pick. Fading left side, contested mid-ranger, no good. Rebound Drummond. 44-40. Pull up right side, pull up jumper, no good. As we mentioned earlier, he's predominantly a catch and shoot guy. Rebound goes out of bounds off the Jazz. Oh, I forgot about the six years of high school basketball in Georgia that he did, so that probably had a 1,000 people in the crowd for one of those games. Now, what college games did he is that what conference? He was in the MEAC, SWAC, Big South, Ohio Valley, Southern, and Sunbelt. I swear, he may have never called a game with more than 1,000 people until he was in the NBA. A little well, different setting. He's made it here. Yep. But with, without any G League, I mean... And now Joe Ingles blocks a Reggie Bullock three, and then Fennessey Ransom with another call. And Joe Ingles has got three fouls. All of them coming here in the second quarter. All of them called by Fennessey Ransom. I mean, I, the league's got to find officials, and I'm sure he judged out great, but I mean, i got to be honest with you. He worked the G League International Challenge, and, oh, excuse me, he did six years of the NBA G League. Thank goodness. I didn't see that part of it. Six years in the G League makes me feel a little bit better that he's got some chops. If he just called those college games. 
But you got to call athletes of, of elite caliber to understand how to call it. With speed and right. 44-40. Jazz down four. They were down by 17. Blake Griffin left block, guarded by Royce O'Neal's just checked in. Out to Bullock for three. Front rim, back rim, side rim, no neck. Rebound comes down to O'Neal. Pushes ahead to Rubio. Ricky's two of five tonight. Got Blake Griffin on a mismatch. Comes off of Favors. Pick, Favors rolls to the basket, lays it up, misses a one-footer. Tries to get his own rebound. Blake knocks it away. Faves is two for seven tonight. One of the best league rim finishers in the NBA, but not tonight. Blake Griffin trying to hand off to Calderon. Now comes off and goes away from Brown. Turns the corner to the basket, lays it up and in. Blake Griffin, nine points, five rebounds, two assists. And once Drummond and Blake got back on the floor and Rubio... Driving, gets it inside to Favors, who's fouled. Once they got back on the floor, Gobert went out, and that changed the game. Calderon picks up the foul. Favors will go to the line for two. Jazz. Calderon has worked himself back into a rotation. This is how many years he's been in the league. Or Ish Smith got hurt. Yeah. But Both of those. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's 13, I think 14 years now, this plus all of his Spaniard time. He did not come here as a 20-year-old. Free throw's good. Was great in Toronto for many years. Has one of the longest free throw streaks of any player in the NBA. Favors free throw's good. Tonight's injury report presented by University of Utah Health. Taking care of Utah like Utah takes care of each other. Visit uofuhealth.org slash jazz. Grayson Allen, the only jazz player on the injury report right now with a sprained ankle. Dante Exum will not return, so that is the latest injury update there as well. So left ankle sprain for Dante Exum. He will not return. Cephalosha jumps the passing lane, steals it. Tabo going to the basket, attacking Calderon, fouled hard. Somersaults into the crowd, he'll get two free throws. Calderon says he didn't touch him. Tom Washington, the veteran on the call. Maybe it doesn't matter how much experience you have. (laughs) Tabo really goes in hard for this. I mean, he just, he comes up with a great steal and then Trying to outrun the field, but he just goes in. The legs took Tabo to the floor. I mean, it was contact on the legs, not necessarily up up high. He's holding his right elbow when he went down, wearing pad on that elbow. This I, I've talked about this a lot. I, I think that's a virtually impossible for an official to try to call. He's running full speed with world-class athletes on a quick turnover on the top. Like, yeah. how do you get back to them? Crowd doesn't like that call much. Tabo's free throw is good. Jazz have cut it to three, 46-43. Jazz trailed 31 to 13 at the end of one. In that quarter, the Jazz were at 19%. Four of 21 for the field. They're now 15 of 40. Tabo makes both free throws. Jazz have now outscored the Pistons here in the second quarter, 31 to 15. Jazz have shot 58%. Pistons are 7 of 21. Blake Griffin. Up top to Reggie Bullock. Resets Blake and Tabo goes over his shoulder and fouls him. And Blake is outrageously offended that somebody would foul him. Blake will go to the line to shoot two. Blake Griffin's days in L.A. never made him the most likable guy to watch. Oh, he's a physical player, and if he doesn't want to be touched, <laughs> seems wow, like a, wow. seems a little bit like a bit of a quandary or a paradox. 
Really free, free throw is good by Blake. Really surprised me that he's developed. He's worked very hard at it, I'm sure, because he has really developed a touch. When he first came in the league, boy, he just could not shoot. He makes them both. Rudy Gobert's played seven minutes in this first half. That with three fouls. 48-44, Jazz down two. Rubio in the lane, cut off by Blake, fades back from eight feet instead and scores it. Nifty move by Ricky Rubio to find a shooting window. He's got eight points. Jazz defense finally putting the clamps down and have cut this to two after trailing 31 to 13 after one. Blake on the left side, swings up top to Bullock. Over to the corner to Calderon. It's interesting, Reggie Jackson's played very little here, if none at all, in the second quarter. Driving. Brown to the basket, lays it up and in, plus a foul. Now the rookie from Miami, second round draft pick, who has not shot the ball well at all this year, showing some nifty athleticism. And he's got, came in shooting 39 of percent and 24% from three, but he's gone to the basket hard here and has nine points. I bet you can't guess what state he grew up in. What is the no, single can't. most unlikely state for an NBA player to grow up in? California. Yeah, it's not the answer. <laughs> Rubio driving, lays it up and in with 5.4 seconds left in the quarter. Vermont is the answer. Here comes Blake. Two seconds. One. Stops for a three. And he got it. Three for Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin. Rudy Gobert is taking a second with the rookie official as he heads off the floor to say, go look at those calls. 53-48, Pistons by five and a half. I asked for six, you wanted 10, they gave us five. On the Jazz Radio Network. Second half basketball coming in direction from Detroit with the Jazz trailing the Pistons. 53-48, Jazz are just two and 13 this year when trailing at the half. Worth noting that one of those was last night. Rubio driving, brings Drummond to him, bounce to a cutting favors and Rubio stepped out of bounds. All right, Ron, what do the Jazz have to do tonight to get their second straight come from behind when, when I think it's going to be on Rubio. I mean, just dribble penetration, that particular play right there, uh, even though he stepped out of bounds, was, was going to create, create something. I'm going to go with the same thing as last night, not fouling. Brown takes a three. He's not a very good three-point shooter, just 24% this year and misses. 53-48, Jazz down five. Here's Ingles penetrating by Drummond, blocked off the glass and in. Well, we got the note from Antonio Lang at the half. He dropped big numbers on us at halftime tonight, Ron. Your, your guy, Antonio Lang, is a convert now. He, he's dropping big numbers. Oh, really? At the half. Driving. Bullock blocked by Favors. Picked up by Gobert. Hands to Rubio at the half line. Sees Blake Griffin there. Swirls around. Finds a cutting Donovan. Bounces it in traffic for a turnover. Uh, Got to shoot that. Turnover on Donovan. Donovan tonight, one of four shooting. Only played, slightly well, played 17 minutes. Felt like less. Blake outside the three-point line. Checks his feet, fires, front rims it. Donovan rebounds. 
Donovan calmly to the front court. Now puts the stutter stout dribble in. Loses control. That comes back out to the top. Throws a poor pass at the top. That's another turnover. This one by Andre Drummond, who then goes behind his back, loses it out of bounds, and turns it over. Now The number that Antonio Lang dropped on us, and then I'll get you your now, if you don't mind, is that the... Detroit Pistons are, he said 29th, but in non-blowout time, last in the NBA defending the rim. 68.4%. And they've always been that way since Andre Drummond's been with them. Donovan takes a dribble to his left, fires a three, and hits glass, no rim. My now was don't be surprised at Drummond stealing the ball. He leads the team and steals. Well, he got that one, then turned it over. Reggie Jackson floats it up, no good. Rebound, Gobert. Nobody's scoring to start here. It's 53 to 50. Jazz have two, Pistons have none. Rubio comes off a Gobert pick, who has three fouls. Drives, scoops at the rim, misses. Offensive rebound, Gobert. He'll lay it up and in as Drummond stays out of bounds and decides not to come in and contest. That might be part of the reason. So in the last four years... Here are the rim ratings of the Pistons' defense. 21, 25th, 28th, and 30th. I wouldn't call Drummond a rim defender. Jackson bounces to Blake. Pass back up top to Bullock, who had 14 in the first quarter. Yet to score since, now rises and fires and does. Well, Joe Ingles runs him off the three-point line. Both teams scoring under a point per possession as this game slowed down. Rubio penetrates, passes in traffic to Favors. Third turnover of the half by the Jazz. Another open floor opportunity. Blake Griffin lays it up and in. Quinn Snyder's going to call a timeout. Got to take care of the ball. Cannot be committing turnovers. That are going to lead to breaks the other way. Quinn's talking to Joe Ingles about. So interesting what Quinn's able to see. On that, Quinn saw that Joe Ingles' spacing seemed to be off, which then allowed the defender to be in there to alter the pass. They created the turnover, I think, because he just talked to Joe about where he needed the space on that one. Well, it could have been. And that pass was a little high and a little too hard there. Certainly. As, as, as close as they were. Timeout on the floor. The Jazz trailing now 57-52 on the Jazz Radio Network. Utah Jazz Player Spotlight. Joe driving with a left hand to the cup. Too hard. Oh, he got it. Joe Ingles with some beautiful playmaking. He's got 10 points to lead the Jazz, and the run still exists. Here's Ingles' left side. Gives to Gobert, hands back to Joe. And a foul on a roll by Gobert on Drummond. If you're just joining us for your America First game summary, brought to you by America First, your finest financial services. Jazz trailed 31-13 to at the end of one, shooting 4 of 21. They outscored the Pistons 35-22. In the second quarter, Gobert was limited to seven minutes due to three fouls, and now the Jazz are trying to work their way back. But have been turnover prone here in the open going of the quarter, and they trail at 57-52, lobbed to the basket. To Gobert couldn't get up to handle it. It was very high, and Drummond was on his legs. He tips it, misses, and here come the Pistons the other way. Drummond will think about a three bypass. Give over to Blake, right side to Bullock, who had 14 points in the quarter, and Ingles runs into Blake Griffin and Reggie Bullock, the two former Clippers, and Joe picks up his fourth foul. And he also looks over at Quinn Snyder and tells Quinn Snyder, I'm not sure Quinn has a lot of of choices. He does not have the services of Tabo Cephalosha or Dante Exum. Dante, Donovan Mitchell went out of the game, is going to check back in. Here's Blake, working on favors, loses the dribble, awkwardly goes back out to the three-point line, picks the ball up, fires a three, and hits. Well, nothing went right there until Blake shot it. A 
And the Jazz find themselves back down eight. Starting lineup struggled to open the game. We're down 7-3 when Gobert went out. Struggled badly last night as well. Struggled in Toronto. Left wing O'Neal. Royce swings to Ingles. Back to Royce. Hands it off to Rubio. Angle right three is too long. He prefers the angle left. Pistons on a 7-0 run. Rubio jumps the passing lane, steals it to the cup, forces up an awkward, unnecessarily rushed layup, and it's no good. Blake Griffin Griffin was in the area. Jackson for three. Good. What a sequence. What a sequence. 10-0 run. Seems like you always have to pay for those missed opportunities. The Jazz starting lineup is just having a really hard time scoring, Ron. They have not averaged more than a point of possession in about 11 straight stints out on the floor. And Favors' open corner three is good. That's what they frankly have to have. That's that's it, right? The teams are not guarding Derek when he goes out there, so the offense struggles. Driving Reggie Jackson is fouled. The Jazz starting lineup had a plus 100 offensive rating in the game against the Philadelphia 76ers, but other than that, they have not had one since. And for the season, are about a 101 or 102 offensively when they're on the group. Blake on the right block. Jazz trailing at 63-55. Blake bumping, backing, double team. Forces it up from five out, no good. Gets his own rebound, back up and in. He's relentless. He really is. I mean, he almost took Derek Faber's head off. Jazz down 10. They trailed by as many as 18 after the first quarter. It's a 12-3 run. Royce O'Neal throws a pass that goes by Gobert and then rolls all the way over to Favors. Favors picks it up. O'Neal, excuse me, Gobert rolls. Favors finds him and dunks. Well, the Pistons had a broken play earlier. Ended up in a Blake three. That ends up in the Jazz dunk. Jazz lead the league in dunks. And now Favors fouls Blake Griffin. Rudy's had success against the Pistons. 18 and 10. 65-57. Jazz down eight. Inbound to Reggie Jackson. Two of six tonight. Comes off a pick. Bounces it back out to Blake. Hands it off to Bullock. Great pick by Blake. Royce O'Neal runs him over. And that's a foul on Royce O'Neal. Royce pretty strong. Blake 6'10", 250, went down. Team foul on the Jazz is their fourth of the quarter, so there'll be penalty for the Pistons from here on out. Blake takes a step back three, left baseline, no good. Rebound comes down to Donovan. Donovan's got two points. Pass to the corner, Rubio, and he's standing out of bounds when he catches the ball. See how Donovan reacts to this, Ron? He's one of five with two points. For the most part, all season long, he's been a second-half player. But I don't know if he's struggled the way he's struggling right now. Reggie Jackson drives, gets in the lane. Wild right-hand floater up and in, plus a foul. And the Pistons are back up 10. They are taking control. They took a 7-0 start to the game. 
And then when Gobert went out, they took it up to 31 to 13. Jazz worked their way back, but the Pistons in complete control again. Detroit shooter Jackson. Reggie Jackson. Boston College product. Reggie Jackson goes to the line. He's averaging 15 points a game. Wanted to leave Oklahoma City. Yeah, they didn't. They, they, they opened the door for him and then uh, provided the transportation out the door and uh, wished him. Oh, wait, they didn't wish him anything. 15 to 5 run. Donovan, left hand drive, gets to the window, layup good. Donovan Mitchell. Second field goal for Donovan. Timeout, Dwayne Casey. The Jazz are down nine with 5.46 left in the third quarter on the Jazz Radio Network. case he's got to start to see each little part of the game and a lot of it before he even gets the ball just understanding the importance of like five feet of spacing if he's five feet closer to the sideline he changes an angle and he's got a different closeout and now he doesn't have a shot fake trying to make a decision about whether to shoot or drive it's very clear that he can just drive so I think that's the stuff that just takes time you have to be in those situations over and over again you have to watch the film you have to keep working at it stay at it and defenses are more attuned to where he is so those things become more important that is Quinn Snyder talking about Donovan Mitchell and understanding spacing and reading and all of those things thank you very much to Quinn for those comments Jay Crowder in the ball game this usually is what sparks the Jazz and the pass is deflected by Mitchell picked up by Rubio here come the Jazz down 11 top to Rubio over to Crowder here comes Mitchell driving Sees Blake Griffin, forces up a right-hander, too hard off the handle. Two for seven for Donovan tonight. Dante Exum, Tavo Cephalosha unavailable in the second half. Drummond turns the corner on a spin on Rudy and Dunks. Rubio far right corner, top to Crowder, gets it back, does Rubio, gets to the top of the key, takes a mid-range jumper and hits. Jazz down nine, 70 to 61. Jazz are getting their signal. Reggie Jackson's gonna just try to beat Ricky Rubio one-on-one, doesn't. Tip followed by Bullock, no good. Rebound comes down to Rubio, he comes out and Drummond tries to stop his route and commits a blocking foul. Just the second foul on Drummond, who's got nine points and 13 rebounds already tonight. I wonder if Rudy, uh, Ricky hurt himself running into that body. It might be soft enough, it doesn't hurt that much. 280, six foot 11. It might be a little padding. Body fat, maybe. No idea. 13, 10. No idea. Donovan breaks the 45 to the basket. Foul doesn't finish. So get two free throws. Donovan coming out with a little bit of aggressiveness here in the third quarter. Jazz fans, the NBA All Star voting has started. Runs through January 21st. You can vote every day. So visit utahjazz.com/slash vote now to help. Send your favorite jazz player to the 2019 All-Star game. Free throw by Donovan is good. Ron, the Jazz are 3 of 13 from 3 tonight. The Pistons are the number one team in the league defending the 3, and they allow the seventh fewest. What are you seeing in regards to what they do? So, so I'm, when I'm looking at it, I don't see that them, they're defending the 3 more so than what they're, they're stopping the Jazz 
to the point where their 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 dribble handoffs aren't aren't there. So they're not Jazz are unable to break the paint, which means they're not getting those open threes that they normally get. Off ball whistle and a foul. Rudy Gobert just picked up a technical foul. And a personal? I guess, no. Uh, just a technical? Yes. For illegal defense? Illegal defense. Thank you. And he was getting from uh, Michael Smith that his foot was in the paint. He did not cleanse himself. Yeah. Needs a little tide. Or maybe you don't cleanse yourself with Tide, just your clothes. Free sponsorship. How about that for a new sponsorship? Official sponsorship brought to you by this cleaning device. Next time you need to cleanse yourself within 2.9 seconds. <laughs> I'm telling you. You try to sell that. I can David. sell this broadcast. Turnover by the Pistons, 71 63. Jazz are down eight with 4.16 left in the third. Donovan weaving in the lane. Gets the cup. Long outstretched right arm up and in. Donovan Mitchell's got eight points, and the Jazz have worked to within six. Blake, right side, isolated on Crowder. Ron, you said it in the shooter on board. He likes to, gets frustrated. He starts to post up. Kick to the corner. Bullock's wide open. Somebody lost him. He's missed it. That's their best three-point shooter and one of the best in the game. Right side, Crowder in transition. Top to O'Neal. Breaks the 45. Hands to Rudy. Goes to Duncan. He's fouled by Drummond. They do just guard that three-point line, Ron, because that swing pass to O'Neal's kind of the way that was set up usually is something that's open. These guys do not drift off the three-point shooter. Well, they figure they have Drummond in the paint, just like the Jazz have Rudy Gobert. So when they, in transition, they stop at the three-point line. I think Dwayne Casey understands where the league is, is gone. They're the 12th-ranked defensive team in the league, so hard to quibble with. And they allow the sixth fewest amount of shots at the rim. However, they don't defend those shots when they're taken very well. So Jose Calderon comes in. And he'll be guarded by Howell Nettos playing for the injured Dante Axum who left the game with an ankle sprain. 71-65, Jazz down six. Gobert's first free throw, no good. Second one is good. He's one of four tonight. He was 80% in the last 10 games coming in. 7-1 to one Jazz run to make it a five-point game. Blake Griffin, four-time All-Star. Five-time All-Star, four-time All-NBA. Gives to Bullock. Originally first-round pick of the Clippers as well. Top to Brown. Second-round pick out of Miami this year. Inside to Drummond. Going up high and hard over Gobert. Fends off and scores two. Gobert's going to get a foul call, offensive foul call on Drummond within the next three minutes after that play. Well, he's, he's still complaining about yeah. the forearm. Donovan takes a three from the corner. It's an air ball. Rebound Blake. 4-5 five, four, four, five pick and roll. Blake Griffin drives. There's a high pass to Calderon. Back to Blake in the corner. Blake driving on Crowder. Turns his left shoulder and slides by him. Goes to the rim. Fouled from behind by Crowder. 73-66. Jazz trailing the Pistons by seven. Pistons have lost 11 of their last 15. But it's an offensive drought for the Jazz tonight. The defense has begun to clamp down, but not as good as it probably needs to. 
The offensive rating for the Pistons right now is a 105. The Jazz offensive rating is a 95. If you're under 100, it is hard to win. Which is what makes the Jazz defense so special is that they have done that to so many opponents. Final tonight, Denver beat Charlotte, 123-110. That was in Denver. Nikola Jokic had the Lexus 30-point belt. Blake Griffin's free throws are split. And Blake's got 21 points, nine rebounds, and four assists. That's getting awfully close to his season averages. Howell Neto, the Brazilian. Chest at left side, Dingles. Joe drives, gets in the paint, double team. Flares up top to Crowder, rotates to Donovan. Drives the right baseline, gets in the air, kicks to Crowder. Contested threes, fouled. Three free throws for Jay Crowder. Jay draws that three foul quite a bit. Now this, again, I know I probably can't say this enough, but that has to drive coaches crazy. So many players are fouling three-point shooters. Well, the thing is also, I mean, I'm not sure that the other team would know this, but Jay Crowder's contested three numbers are not good. Free throw from Jay is short. It was not scored in this ballgame. No, he and Korver both go. quiet tonight. And the Pistons not allowing three-point shots has made Kyle not a big factor yet in this game, and he hasn't checked in here yet in the third quarter. Played oh. nine minutes and went one for two. Kyle might be also getting the age where back-to-backs are hard. Jazz without Cephalosha, without Exum. Hamstring for Cephalosha on a play where he's driving the basket. Exum turned an ankle pretty demonstratively on a defensive possession. Calderon on the right wing. Top of the key to Blake. Swings through for a left-hand dribble. Jazz double him for a second, then Blake dribbles off his leg out of bounds. Blake turns it over quite a bit. In fact, most of anyone in the NBA, last game he had just one. And that is just his second of the night. 74-68. Donovan, pull-up jumper from the mid-range. No good. Donovan's 3 of 10. Pistons drafted Luke Kennard to pick before Donovan Mitchell. Drummond, right block. He's not a good post-up player. I know he seems strange, but if you can keep him out from being right under the rim, but this time he gets Rudy all the way back in. Rudy relents a little bit probably because of the three fouls. 152 left in the quarter. Ingles. Hands to Donovan. Pick up for Gobert. Goes behind it. Changes direction. Drives at Drummond. Right hand floater. Top spins over the rim and in. Ten points for Donovan Mitchell. Jazz down 76-70. One thirty left in the quarter. Bullock. Pass deflected by Crowder. Picked up by Ingles. Joe driving the basket. Leaves behind for Gobert. But from a long way away. And then hands it off down low. And Donovan lays it up and in. Beautiful body control and play from Rudy Gobert and a nice hug that he gave Brown. They are now Christmas guard friends after that intimate moment they had with each other. Rudy was gonna go pummel through him for an offensive foul. He gave up the ball and then just gave him a nice little hug and all of them <laughs> And Rudy just pretended as though he's blowing him a kiss, not toward him into the guys on the bench. Timeout, 112 left in the quarter. We'll keep it here. 76-72, Jazz have got this to within four. Ron, this is interesting because to me, my instinct that I look at this and I look at the box score is, well, the Jazz are all right tonight because 
We head to the fourth. They're three of 14 from three. They're gonna get some of those. But on the other end, the, on the other end, do they get enough threes off? Right, the stunning number to me is more 14 three attempts out of 59 shots. That is, we take 35% of our shots as threes. And tonight, we've only taken 14 of our 59 shots as threes. We're, we're just simply not, they're not allowing us, and that's dictated to some extent by the defense. Yeah, like I said, they, they stop at the three-point line defensively and play outside in. Uh, they know they have Drummond back there who runs the floor very, very well. I mean, so Dwayne Casey's found a way to stop teams from getting a lot of threes. Pistons out of the timeout. Calderon just drives the basket. Jazz miscommunicate defensively and lays it up and in. That was not good. I think what also what I'm seeing here, the Jazz starting lineup is struggling, but the Pistons bench. Well, they're going to have to play some bench moments. They have Drummond on the floor by himself now. Donovan driving, spinning double clutches in the air, misses. Well, a very assertive Donovan Mitchell here in the third quarter. Calderon working in the lane. Blocked by Favors, saved by Donovan. Calderon dives on top of him accidentally. They'll be sending Christmas cards to each other. People are very closer. Donovan, four of nine in the quarter with ten points. And we'll get free throws here. A nice break for the Jazz. You know why? Because the yes, clock stopped. That's exactly right, David. This is the one time when it's actually a true statement. <laughs> Should we let no, everybody in? This is the second game now that you've made Right, that but the statement. foul happened there, and so it didn't take the time to get the ball up the front court, so they actually did save time, and the Jazz get a two-for-one out of this. So this is actually a very beneficial foul. But the usual comment by the commentator of don't foul them because then they can score with the clock stop is one of the silliest comments because it's not like the clock runs an extra five seconds if you score regularly or something. But the only problem I have with that is you're calling <laughs> the commentator silly. I am. Yeah. So. I am. I absolutely, unquestionably. Play-by-play -play announcers, too. One for the Sacramento TV broadcast did it the other night. 78-74. Free throws are good. Donovan's got six straight jazz points and 11 in the quarter. Here come the Pistons. 15 on the shot clock. Top to... Brown driving on Mitchell, blocked by Donovan. Loose ball, Donovan has it. Shot clock and game clock are virtually the same, and Donovan's astute enough to catch that. So the Jazz are down four here with the game clock and shot clock mirroring each other. High pick and roll. They get Kennard switched on Donovan. The two picks, one after another. Kennard went first, Mitchell went next. Donovan calmly lines up the Dookie, kicks it over to Neto. He penetrates to the basket, floats it, and scores it! Howell Neto! With 3.4 seconds left in the quarter, brings the Jazz to within two. Pistons will inbound. Right side, Brown. Half court, Brown. Double team, lost the ball. Jazz will be within two as we head to the fourth. The Pistons this year are 11 and three when trailing after three. The Jazz are one and 17 when trailing going into the fourth, but it's only a two point deficit. Pistons, 78, Jazz, 76 on the Jazz Radio Network.
Utah Jazz trailed by 18 at the end of one by five and a half. They've cut it to two now. And they look to try to take control of this game early here in the fourth quarter as we open it up. And the Pistons bench has been a bit of a problem. Their starters have really given the Jazz fits. When Blake Griffin and Andre Drummond have been on the floor together, the Jazz have struggled tonight, Ron. And they come out here with just Blake Griffin and no Andre Drummond. And this is when the Pistons have themselves struggled this year. Well, then they have, what, four subs on the, on the floor? Four bench guys in Blake. Blake will go one-on-one -on, -one on favors. Works inside. Hook shot blocked by Derek. Rebound comes out to Neto, who's playing for the injured Exum. Neto driving coast-to-coast -coast with Blake on his side. Tries a reverse layup, but he's twisted it up and in. Oh, a little magic from Howell Neto. A little Brazilian voodoo. <laughs> and we're tied at 78. Just enough English to climb over the rim. Calderon being guarded by Neto, a matchup that Neto can absolutely handle. Right side, Stanley Johnson. Driving to the basket, blocked by Donovan, fouled by Donovan out of forearm into his side. Blake Griffin had a little playoff flashback there when Derek Favors blocked his shot. Derek had the Blake Griffin assignment for part of that playoff series before Blake went out with a foot injury. Your Zions Bank starters tonight. Donovan Mitchell has 14. Joe Ingles, 13. Derek Favors, 12. Ricky Rubio, 12. And Rudy Gobert has 7. Stanley Johnson in the free throw line. It's good. Blake Griffin has 21 to lead the Pistons. Their scoring has come as you would anticipate. Other than Reggie Jackson's been a bit quiet. I mentioned this in the first half. The Pistons, when they have both Blake and Andre Drummond on the floor together, have been a little bit above average. When they have one of them on the floor this year and not the other, they've been very poor. Ingles driving on the free throw line, bounces to Derek, foul by Lure. Interestingly, in the limited time when they've had neither of them on the floor, they've actually been pretty good. But they did it almost none tonight. So Favors will go to the line with a chance to tie this game back at 80. You like the bounce pass in traffic to Derek Favors more so than with Rudy Gobert. Uh, I do? Yes. Yeah, well, or Derek, one, what you, one should. Yeah. You said Derek is. Well, Derek's hands are unbelievable. Yeah. Derek's free throw is not. He misses after making five in a row. Jazz are 19 of 25 at the line tonight. Pistons are 12 of 16. Game. Jazz have never led this game. They trailed 7 nothing. They've worked their way back. They've tied it once just a moment ago. This one is good. Now 80 to 79. Jazz come in trying to find a streak. Schedule softening, and they need to find a way to win back-to-back -back games. They have not done that sometime. The Pistons have lost 11 of 15. They feel their season slipping. Luckily, they're in the Eastern Conference and can still talk playoffs. Calderon just pounding the dribble in this possession. Five on the clock, four on the clock. Left side, shoots it over, favors no good. Ingles taps the rebound. Stanley Johnson's trailing. Joe looks behind him and says, I got tricks for you. And works around. Stanley Johnson still trailing. Back up to Donovan. Donovan drives. Johnson reaches in, fouls him. Donovan flips it to the basket. Will they give him shots? They will. Nice move by Donovan Mitchell. A side note on Stanley Johnson, Ron. I always find these players interesting. So Stanley Johnson in Arizona was, was really good. And he was great in California high school. But when you watched him, at least when I watched him in college, and watched his film, he was just bigger and stronger and physically a marvel compared to every other player he played. 
And you realize that was the same case in high school. And since he's gotten to the NBA, suddenly everybody regards him as just as strong, just as athletic, and just as powerful. Yeah, and that's... Donovan splits the free throws, and we don't have our first lead. I was trying not to talk about free throws, Ron. I was going back to that approach. We're tied for the second time at 80. We were tied at 78. We were tied at 80. And the Jazz have never led in this ballgame. Blake Griffin inside, guarded by Favors. Griffin retreats out. Hands it off to Johnson. He'll drive to the basket, get caught at the rim, blocked by Favors or Crowder. Pulled out by Favors. Out to Crowder. Jazz looking for their first lead. Crowder for three. Swirls in the basket deep and comes out. Defying gravity. It did not stay in. Pass down low to Blake. He's in the left block early. Bogarting Crowder to the basket and the Pistons have regained the lead by two. 82-80. Blake Griffin with 23. Neto into the lane. Neto gets the ball knocked out of bounds. Off of Calderon. Kyle Corvers not played in the second half. Checks in. Stanley Johnson. This talking. is interesting. He's complaining about something on. Oh, the he thought he got fouled on the rim at the rim the other side, and he got blocked. Stanley Johnson. Yes, I thought he was complaining about something on the other end because he had the official looking that direction. Ingles, left-hand drive, into the paint. Kennard reaches in, knocks it away. They don't call the foul. Stanley Johnson comes the other way. He wanted a foul a moment ago, as Ron was saying. Top to Blake. Ingles guarding. Reaches around from behind. They call a foul on Joe. That's going to be his fifth. Foul number two, Joe Ingles. Joe's a little beside himself right now. Kyle Corver was going to come in for Neto. He's now going to come in for Ingles. With 9.37 left. Pointing up at the scoreboard for something, I don't know what. Well, this is what Stanley Johnson was complaining about. Oh, somebody shooting like a fan or something? You think a fan shooting a laser or something along? I'm not really sure. But whatever the case, he had the official looking that direction. Well, maybe not. All right, 9.37 left. Stanley Johnson inbounding, just about traveled on the inbound. Don't see that very often. Calderon goes to the right side with 9.32 left. He goes into the right block to Blake Griffin. Their leading scorer in their offense all season long. Bumping and backing on Favors goes up, and they call a foul on Favors before the shot. Quinn's telling the guys when they get that deep, go. Don't make favor stand an island on that all by himself. Short clock resets at 14. Jazz will play the number one team in the Eastern Conference, the Milwaukee Bucks, in two nights on Monday. Join us for that. Donovan stole the inbound out of the air. Unbelievable. Here comes Donovan. Leaves it for Crowder. Three ball. No good. Rebound tapped, and the Pistons had a Jazz had a chance to take the lead again. The Jazz are three of 15 from three. Donovan just caught the inbound pass. He was guarding the inbounder. Blake Griffin with a pick that floors Corver. Kennard pulls up for the jumper and hits. Wow, Corver went down hard. Well, he ran into a very hard timeout. Timeout, Utah. 84-80. Jazz have had three chances to take the lead, haven't got through any of them. Mm -hmm. 
And now they trail by four. With 8.51 left, and have not taken advantage of the bench of the Pistons. We'll come back with more on the Jazz Radio Network. It's NBA Now on the Utah Jazz Radio Network. Jimmy Butler. Adrian Wojnarowski and Ramona Shelburne are reporting that Butler has aggressively challenged coach Brett Brown on his role in the offense. They say that has complicated the already tenuous chemistry among the team's big three hierarchy. I think Jimmy Butler is a toxic player. I think he's a one-way player and it's his way. The New York Knicks. I talked to the front office. Sadly, I'm not going because of the freaking lunatic, the Turkish president. You know, there's a chance that I can get killed out there. So that's why I talked to the front office. I'm not going, so I'm just going to stay here. I didn't get out of the break. Okay, now Ennis Kanter not going to London, and Jimmy Butler and the 76ers out of a timeout. Kyle Korver for three, and he got it. Quinn Snyder with a beautiful play brings the Jazz back to within one. Pistons have neither of their big two on the floor right now. Kennard, left side, drives by Korver to the basket, floats it no good, rebound Gobert. The monster Rudy was there. All right, this is a big stretch. Drummond and Blake are resting. Jazz have a chance against their bench. Korver off a tight curl, can't get the shot off to Crowder. Rolling the baskets, Rudy, slam dunk in the Jazz lead for the first time tonight at eight minutes left in the fourth quarter. There are nine points for Rudy. He's been averaging 18 and 10 against this team. Calderon left side, comes to the drive on Korver. Korver cuts him off nicely. Back up top, Calderon. Crosses to his left hand, pulls over a jump, and Korver blocked it. Kyle Korver. Who might be younger than Jose Calderon? Block the shot. Left block. Donovan, low pick and roll. Gets into the window, puts up the right-hand floater and scores, and the Jazz lead by three. 87-84. How long will Dwayne Casey go without his two guns? 7-0 run. Drummond's getting ready to check back in. That answers that. Kennard, top to Brown. Brown, their second-round pick out of Miami. Passes inside to Lure. Blocked by Gobert. Jousted for it, battled for it. Neto keeps it alive. Donovan has it. Jazz with the basketball in their purple uniforms and yellow numbers. Donovan exploding in the basket. Hangs it off the glass, no good. Rebound tapped. Rudy can't get it. Kennard does for the Pistons. Bounce pass down low. Brown. Double clutches. Fouled from behind by Crowder. Didn't need to. Check it. They called the foul on Neto. Kyle Corver and Rudy Gobert with. Back-to-back blocks. The Jazz have six tonight. Brown goes to the line to shoot two. Jazz without Dante Exum and Tabo Cephalosha. Exum sprained his ankle fairly severely early in the ballgame. Defending Cephalosha went on a hard drive to the basket and tweaked a hamstring. Brown's free throw is good. Jazz first lead of the night. We've had just two ties and one lead change after the Pistons took a 7-0 lead early. 31-13 was the score at the end of the first quarter. The Jazz down 18. It was just the ninth, tenth time all season long that the Pistons had led by more than 15. The Jazz been able to get back in the ball games and actually take the lead because the Pistons bench is just not strong. Jazz have once before this year, one went down 15. Donovan, right side. Donovan to the lane. Donovan scores it for two. 89-86. Three-point game. 9-2 run. Jazz largest lead. 
Well, now that Reggie was Jackson left side. Both Blake Griffin and Drummond are back in the game. So they've got their starters on the floor. Reggie Bullock open three, but that's because an illegal pick was set by Andre Drummond. Timeout, Quinn Snyder. Six minutes and 30 seconds to play. The big guns are back, and the Jazz have a slight edge heading down to the last furlong on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz looking for their second win of the season when trailing by as many as 15. The Jazz trailed this game by 18 at the end of one, 31-13. And now lead it 89-86, but the big dogs are back. Well, six block shots here for the Jazz. That's about at their average for, for the year. But three of those blocks have come here in the fourth quarter. Jazz on a 9-2 run, stretch it out a little bit, it's 21-10. The other time the Jazz won by 15, they were down six, or down by 16 to Sacramento on opening night. Neto in the game, Exum is injured. Right side to Donovan, on a tight curl, he ball fakes, takes contact, misses the eight footer. Rebound comes down to Drummond. Reggie Jackson in the front court, picked up by Neto, 6-12 to play. Neto, Corver, Mitchell, Favors and Gobert on the floor. So Favors and Gobert playing together. Down low to Drummond. Tries to hook it over Gobert and does. Boy, when he goes to the middle and he bumps, you know, a lot of post-up players want two bumps. He bumps you once and goes up and shoots. 290-pound bump. Gobert at the top. Drives left hand on Drummond to the basket. Settles himself late. Tries to lay up. Misses from two feet out. One-point Jazz advantage, 5.39 to play. Reggie Jackson on the right side. Detroit beat Memphis their last time out, looking for another solid win to break their losing stretch. Pass outside to Blake. Rotates left side to Brown, the rookie from Miami. Blake wants it back. Brown wants to take it. Brown drives at Favors. Lost the ball out of bounds. Turnover. Blake's not pleased with that. He's definitely not pleased. Look looked at Dwayne, he looked at Dwayne Casey and says, I asked for the ball. He's got to give it to me. He's talking to Reggie Jackson about it is now as well. I don't know if he wanted it because he wanted to shoot or he wanted to swing the basketball to the weak side of the floor. Now he says something to Brown about it. Jazz bring in Jay Crowder, and they bring in Ricky Rubio. Great stretch for Neto, 12 minutes. Donovan, high pick and roll with Gobert. Bounces out to Rubio. Left hand curl into the paint. Ball fakes, left open. Top spins it up and in. Ricky Rubio gives the Jazz a three-point advantage. Jazz in this fourth quarter after opening the night shooting so terribly. Are six of 11. Pistons are three of nine. Blake Griffin going one on one, double team. Bad pass out. Reggie Jackson dives, tries to save it. Donovan has it. Cross court to Corver. He's got some airspace. Fires the three. Hits it. Kyle Corver in transition. And the Jazz have their largest lead by six. Death, taxes, and Corver open for three. And a the time only out here. guarantees in life. Timeout here by Dwayne Casey. But did you see Donovan when he came up with the basketball? He was looking ahead and weak side of the floor as though he was targeting and looking for Corver. Absolutely. 14 to 4 run by the Jazz. And Kyle Corver buries the three. Kyle Corver has changed this team. I mean, Rod. 
you start getting into the numbers of it since November 28th, since the Corver trade, the Jazz have the best efficiency differential of any team in the Western Conference and the fourth best of any in the NBA. You think they're reviewing whether it's a three or not? They, they countered a three, but boy, it looked like it's, it's a three. They said it was a three. I think we can't, we have a great seat tonight. We just cannot see the floor at all spots. Yeah, we can only see half the floor, so. Jazz trying to find their second straight win. Mike Wells, one of the assistant coaches, and Lamar Skeeter, both from Ohio. Grew up watching the Buckeyes. Nobody likes the Buckeyes. Oh, maybe they do. You said no. They could have a pretty good fan base up here in Cleveland. 94-88. Corver checks out. Ingles checks in. 4.37 left. Ingles will guard Reggie Bullock, who had 14 first quarter points. Inbound comes to Drummond. Crowder guesses, steals it. Rubio picks it up. Out to Crowder, to the rim, dunks Ooh. it. Fourth dunk of the year for Jay Crowder. And that may have been the toughest dunk. because and an he eight-point lead for the Jazz. 16-4 run here in the fourth. Pistons have lost 11-15. Jackson fires a three. No pass possession, misses. Gobert with a monster rebound, comes down in a squat position with the snaring his 10th rebound of the night. Jazz by eight, four minutes to play. Donovan conducting, swings it to Ingles, bypasses the three, drives the left hand to the window, no. Rebound tapped around, loose, Crowder has it. No look pass, Ingles corner three, pow! A 17-4 run. Crowder has made a huge difference here in the last five minutes of this ball game. Crowder's made a huge difference for about a month and a half. 19-4 run. I can't keep track. My abacus isn't working. Eight on the shot clock. Bullock working the left side. Back up to Griffin. Five on the clock outside the three-point line. Guarded by Crowder. Jazz bring a double. Blake has to take a tough contested turnaround jumper and he hit. Wow. Wow. 99-90. High pick for Donovan. Wiggles in the lane. Reverse side layup, no. Rebound Drummond. 3.05 to play. Utah leads it by nine. Blake on the left side. Jazz looking for their largest come from behind win of the season. Trailed by 19 after one. Blake Griffin catches outside left. Five on the shot clock. Guarding Crowder. No double comes. He powers his way to the baseline, scores. Quinn wants a timeout. He can't figure out why they're not doubling. And there's 2.45 left at that's that timeout might have been. Nope, he wasn't going to lose that timeout. He just wanted that timeout. 99-92. It's an interesting debate, by the way. There's not a lot of time left on the clock, and I, you don't want to give Blake anything easy, but neither of those looks have been easy. He's not going to make those shots at more than 50% of the time. It, instinctually, you feel like you should double, but I'm not sure you want to give up an open three when you're up by nine. Well, he has his back, I think, to, to, to his offensive players when he's backing in because he was backing in over his right shoulder. Uh, Crowder has had success 
at doubling from the weak side there, from the blind side anyway. So if they wanted to double, that would have been, been the time to do it. But you just make them make tough shots, I, I think, is, is the right approach right now. But whenever you get Blake or even Drummond that close to the basket, you know, it's, it's awfully hard to stop them from scoring. Ron, I want to go back to something I brought up during the last break because I actually hadn't updated my numbers and I underestimated where the team is. Since the Jazz trade for Kyle Korver, that Brooklyn game when Alec Burks doesn't play, yeah. the Jazz are the number two net rating team in the NBA. Only the Boston Celtics have a better net rating. The Jazz offense in that time period is ranked 12th in the NBA and the defense is ranked third. And they're number two overall since the Kyle Korver trade. Well, I think the next two possessions are very, very important here All for right, the let's see what Quinn draws up out of the timeout. Up by seven. Donovan goes away from the pick, drives to the elbow, gives it to the wing to Ingles. Resets Gilbert at the top. Crowder comes, Donovan comes to get it. Six on the shot clock. Donovan, ball fakes, kicks to Crowder. Open three, straight away, offline right. Mm -hmm. Jay's been making those at over 40%. Reggie Jackson left side. Jazz by 7, 2-12 left. Probably need a bucket and a stop. Three Four. for Jackson. Got it. Now you're going to need more than a bucket and a stop. 99-95. Drummond overplays Donovan trying to get a steal. Doesn't get it. Donovan's calmly into the front court. High pick from Gobert. Ten on the shot clock. Rises, fires for three. Swish. Donovan. Mitchell. He realized 19 of his 21 points have come in the second half. Uh, 20 of his 22 or 19 of his 22? 22. 22. Yes. Blake driving left side. Foul on Gobert. Night. Sorry, I didn't catch it. 22. Right. So is it 20 of 22? Yes. Wow. 22nd yeah. half points for Donovan. I think the first time he ever did that was that New Orleans explosion. Blake Griffin will go to line for two. 102.95. Jazz need a stop somewhere or another bucket. And then you can get pizza. Free throw's good. And we can put a jazz note on it. Everybody can be happy. Jazz have six block shots tonight for each Utah Jazz block shot this season. Cypress Credit Union will donate $50 to Utah. Community Recreation Association, a nonprofit organization, provides funding for youth in our communities to participate in sports and other extracurricular activities. Cypress Credit Union. Both free throws are good by Blake. 140 left. They're face guarding Donovan Mitchell in the backcourt. Ingles will bring it to the front court with a left hand dribble. 130 to play in the game. Utah 102, Pistons 97. Donovan goes away from the pick. Snakes underneath, attacks Drummond. Layup. Good, Donovan Mitchell! <laughs> 24 for Donovan. Blake, ball fakes a three, swings up top to Bullock. They need to get something off. Bullock drives into the lane, kicks to the corner. Brown has it. Back nice. to Bullock, corner three. They left him, he hit it. He's a, he was standing out of bounds, said Rubio. The officials missed the call. He was standing out of bounds, said Rubio. 104-100, the officials have been known to not know where the out of bounds lines are this week. A minute left to play. <laughs> Donovan off another pick. Donovan hesitates. Big step to the lane. Kicks to Rubio. Corner three. Line drive no good. Minute to play. 104-100. Jazz have given up two threes here recently. Blake works the left side. Guarded by Crowder. Driving in the lane. 
Gobert shadowing him. Hook shot. Good. Two-point game. 40.9 seconds left. The bucket here is what would be Mammoth. A 14-5 run by the Pistons. 104-102. 30 seconds to play. Donovan gets a pick from Rudy. Works to his left. Takes the left-hand dribble. Rises. Fires. Hits. Oh, Donovan! Yes, you can! 106, 102. Oh, you're marvelous! Donovan Mitchell, 24 second half points. And the Jazz lead by four with 22 seconds to play and a timeout by Dwayne Casey. Rod, I said to you one more in this broadcast, it's gonna be interesting to see what Donovan does. He had two points, he was one of five. I like the answer. I love the answer. He got more aggressive in the second half, start working his way from the rim out to the three-point line. You notice in that third quarter, he was really driving, trying to get to the basket. Came up with some very nice buckets there. Everybody had 13 there after the after the third period. But he started driving to the basket, then worked his way back to some jump shots here. Donovan Mitchell's biggest second half of all time was that great game against New Orleans, his coming out party. 29 in that second half. He in San Antonio in December, eight, eight days later, he had 27 in the second half. And then in March against New Orleans, in New Orleans, he had 25 in the second half. And tonight, he's got 24 in the second half, his fourth largest second half outburst of his young career. Well, they got to make the Pistons use up time on the clock, getting into their offense here, and hopefully they well, don't the score. Tr tricky thing is favors Gobert on the game for defense, and that means they're both on the game for free throws, too. Reggie Jackson. Trying to inbound, struggling to inbound, has to take a timeout, and they are now, I believe, out of timeouts. They are. That hurts them in a big way. But even with that, I mean, gotta make them use time up on the clock. You don't want to foul them it's gonna turn. It's gonna turn. It's gonna turn into a free throw game here down the stretch, that's for sure. We spend way too much time together. <laughs> 106, 102. We hope you enjoy our broadcast as much as we do giving them. It's always fun. Yeah, you got to make free throws. You're absolutely right, Ron. Yeah. Jazz well, three-point shooting never really got going tonight. The only people, and actually they don't even enjoy this, is Mountain America Credit Union. Actually, by the end of the night, the Jazz were 7 to 21, close to their season average. And every time the Jazz hit a three, Mountain America gets $50 to the Huntsman Cancer Institute. Mountain America has been guiding their members forward for 80 years. More than actually 80 years. Learn at MACU.com. Jazz will play the Milwaukee Bucks, the number one team in the East, coming up. But they need this one first. Well, it would be nice to get this and get the 500 basketball for the year. Jazz looking for their first two-game win streak since mm -hmm. December 21st when they won two in a row. Jazz have yet won three in a row against Dallas, Boston, and Memphis earlier this year and early in the season when they went to four and two. Team wins at the time we didn't think much of that have gotten better. 106-102, Jacks will inbound, Brown gets it. Brown at the top, swings to Bullock, Ingles tethered to him, to the corner to Blake for a three, good! 
one-point game. Gobert inbounds to Donovan. They got a foul, and they do. Wins. That must win one heck of a pick set on Blake Griffith down on the. I mean, set on Gary Favors. Somehow, right? right. We got 34. Jazz have a. Pistons had a foul to give, so now Crowder comes in the game. Well, they Someone's got to check Corver. out. What do they need? Now Corver should be checking. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely Ron. right. Yeah, we need free throw shooters in the ballgame. Ingles will inbound. Favors goes out. 13 seconds left. Jazz lead by just one. Rubio catches, and Rubio's foul. And Ricky Rubio will go to the line in a clutch situation. And this one's super clutch. 12 seconds left inside of three points. So it's a classified as a game on the line circumstance. Well, this forces them to, if he makes them both, forces the Pistons to, to shoot a three. Or you can consider fouling for the Jazz. First free throw from Rubio's good. He's 85% in his career in this circumstance. That was his first free throw, though, in that circumstance as a member of the Utah Jazz. Uh, 84% for the year. Makes them both. Put the right man on the line, and they don't have any time. 12.4 seconds left. Jazz do not have a foul to give. They can foul if they want to. Here comes Jackson. Right side to Bullock. Bad pass. Ingles steals it. Ingles got the steal. Five seconds left. Bounce to Rubio with three. Jackson half-heartedly fouls him with 1.9 seconds left. And you can put a Jazz note on this one if they make a free throw. And the fans are going just flat out crazy back Pass to Reggie Bullock was high and it went off his hands. Reggie Jackson just made a really bad pass. Ingles was caught on the backside of the pick. Wow. Here's the free throw from Ricky Rubio again. Got it. You can put a jazz note on this one. It's 109-105 with 1.9 seconds left. And the day after every Jazz win, Little Caesars is going to give you a free pizza. Order one custom round multi-topping pizza through Little Caesars app, and you receive a free large extra most bestest pepperoni pizza using promo code JAZZWINS. Valid at all participating Utah Little Caesars locations, mobile orders only. The Jazz with their biggest come-from-behind win of the year win it 110 to 105 and a season that swung last year in Detroit when an inbound pass to Joe Ingles from Ricky Rubio forced an unsuspecting overtime. The Jazz may have swung the season again with their largest come from behind win of the season. Down by 18, they win it 110-105, outscoring the Pistons in the fourth quarter, 34 to 27. And Derek Favors may be coming our direction, or Derek Favors is just walking over to say hi to close friends. I thought he was walking our direction. Well, we'll hopefully get somebody here in a second. Donovan, Donovan Mitchell. Mitchell. Well, he had some. Let's... Nope, Derek Favors. Derek Favors is going to join us. I like it when Derek Favors joins us. Can you hear us all right, D? Yeah, I can hear you. Derek. Last year, the season swung in this building when you got the inbound pass and you get that win, little you know it's going to start the win streak. Do you feel that the largest come from behind win of the season is going to have the same impact? Um, 
Yeah, yeah, it was, it was a good game for us. You know, we, started, we started off kind of slow, got down uh, pretty big, but we kept fighting. We kept um, kept staying pers persistent with it and um, got going, um, started getting a lot of stops, um, started making shots, and um, got a win. So hopefully they can start off something good for us. You have a larger mentorship role than I think a lot of people know. What has your message been to Donovan as he's kind of felt the struggles of the pressure this year? They just got to fight through it. I mean, everybody goes through it. Um, in their own kind of way. So you just got to stay with it, fight through it. It's a long season. Um, you're going to have some games where you're not playing at your best, but, you know, you just got to fight through it. Don't listen to the outside noise and, and just keep working hard. And eventually, you know, you'll start hitting shots and you start having big games. So, and, and that's what he's doing. When Blake Griffin tried that hook shot over and you blocked it, did you yell playoffs at him? No, no, no. <laughs> playoffs at him. No, no, no. That um, <laughs> no, was a good defensive play by, by me. I just wanted to, you know, just get a stop because he got it going a little bit. You know, I just wanted to try to make him, make him uncomfortable, get a stop, and, you know, just try to lead the breaks. How close do you feel this team is to where it can be, or how much farther do you have to go? Well, we still got work to do, but I think we um we starting to, to find something. We starting to um, start starting clicking a little bit for us. Uh, we just got to keep it up. You know, we had a lot of ups and downs so far, so we just got to find that rhythm, keep it up, and, and just continue to play harder and start racking up some wins. All right, Derek, thank you very much. Appreciate it. I right, appreciate it. Derek Favors always one of our favorites to talk with after a ball game, and we always like talking to our guys after a road game because that means another Jazz road win this year, Ron. 12 and 12 on the road. 20 and 20 on the season now. The Jazz return to 500 before heading to face the best in the Eastern Conference, the Milwaukee Bucks. 12 and 12 against the Western Conference. Now the Jazz are 8 and 8 against the Eastern Conference. 20 wins. And, and we're at 500 for the first time. And I'm going to, as Jake and, or as Tony and Britton join us, I'm going to continue to just pound this point. That is the fourth game the Jazz have played this year against a team whose efficiency differential is below two. There are nine of those teams in the league. We have played the fewest games against any of them. We are now 3-1 and one in those games. Uh, and the only loss being in Mexico City against Orlando. Just going to keep mentioning <laughs> I mean, Keep mentioning it. But, I mean, I think it, it's it, everything. It, it's, he's patting himself on the back, and rightfully so. He's, he's been saying it all along. I in no way am, like, predicting some massive 11-13 to 13 game win streak. But, you know, last year Detroit – was a big moment for this team. And tonight, they have their biggest comeback win of the year. Two bench players leave the game with injuries. Rudy with foul trouble in the first half. Three of 14 from deep through three quarters. And they needed clutch play after clutch play to pull this one off. I think there's a lot to take away from this one that they should feel great about. Magic, magic in the Motor City. Two I, years I in a row. With, I would agree with all, what you took there, Tony. And I... I thought, uh, I thought Quinn had an interesting game. I, I, I hate putting yeah. coaches, games on coaches or not, but I thought Quinn had an interesting game, uh, Ron, because at the 8.30 mark of the first quarter, or 8.40 mark, when, da when Gobert went out, his rotations got blown up. And then they got blown up again when Dante went out. And then they got blown up again when Tabo went out. And he really just worked some different things throughout the night to, to get to the finish line. He definitely did, and 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 and... and Tombo responded very, very well. Um, and I'm sad to see him go out because I thought he was starting to play and play well. I mentioned to you how he was responding in practice that I thought he was getting back to, you know, to, to uh, where you would like to see him play, especially if he was going to get a significant amount of minutes. But, you know, coaches, they know players. They know the, they know the kind of players that they have and, and uh, what players they should be able to play well together. But when – Everything gets blown up like that. He, I mean, he was actually searching. I like the consistency and just being able to close games out. That starts to become a talent. And I think Quinn, 
to your point, David, is just doing a great job of matchups. Now, Crowder, you know, started to get beat up a little bit there at the end by uh, by Blake, but you saw the switch at the end to Favors. And to go off on another tangent, my goodness, Blake Griffin's game. I don't know if it was Chris Paul anchoring him down or what, mm-hmm. but so strange to see a, a flare screen to him out to the corner for a three. I mean, his game, it seems to be a little bit more guard-oriented, and I know he's not the high-flying dunk on everybody Blake used to be, but his game seems to be so much different looking to me when I'm watching him. Britt, you guys, we're not getting a great feed of you guys right now, so we're going to let you guys go. Uh, I agree with you, though, 34-10-5 and five mm-hmm. for Blake. He's, he, I mean, he's having mm-hmm. a marvelous year, yeah. 20 I sent out the tweet earlier tonight. I think it's a really interesting situation for the Pistons. They have lost 12 of 16. This is not working. They are going to have to try to trade Andrew Andre Drummond and Reggie Jackson. Uh, they're trying. And if they can't do it, if you were another general manager, would you put a package together for Blake Griffin, who's getting paid $32 million next year, 34 the year after that, and 38 after that? And he is... He is notoriously injury-prone on that body, but he's also playing very differently. And you wonder, the foot injury would be the one that scares me the most. I don't know. You guys can talk about it after we go because we're not, we're not catching you as well. But I, I, I think he's a – and I don't know that Detroit would be willing to move him, but I, it would allow Detroit out of their salary cap hell. They're in Ed Stefanski. I was listening to Locked on Pistons, and uh, their host was saying that basically Ed Stefanski said, you guys, we can't do anything about our salary cap problem. We're, we're tied up in a salary cap problem for at least two more years. It would free them from it. There's a legitimate argument if they got a few pieces that they might be willing to do it. And I, you'd have to decide whether you think he's a marquee. Ron thought we we talked about during the day. I think it's a fascinating discussion point for some general manager somewhere in the league of whether you're willing to try to run this Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Famer as a cornerstone piece for the next three years with you. Well, like I said today, they thought this trio was going to work with with. with Blake and, and Drummond and, and Jackson. They thought that that was going to be, obviously it's not working. But if you want to build a basketball team, you got to build it around something. So you want to get rid of Blake. And the, oh, if they get rid of over. Blake, they they're have to start over. They're all over. over. They're blowing everything <laughs> up. And, and, you know, can this franchise continue to do that? It's, it's, it's you know, without having some kind of direction. They're going to have a tough. very hard time trading Reggie Jackson and Andre Drummond. Um and Unless they package them together right. or something with, you and know, so, uh, maybe Drummond they can move. And so if they can't do that, I don't know what their other choices are. And they've lost twelve of sixteen. I don't know. Tony Britton, if you'd like to take some waste some time on your post game show, you can talk about it. Jazz have won two in a row. We head to Milwaukee, and we'll see. Uh, and by the way, uh, that's a half decent win when you are playing on a back to back and they're playing with two two days rest. Yeah, it really was. That's not a, a that's a not an easy win. way to win and, games and, in the NBA. Uh, although we kind of hope was hoping. We thought oh. that if we were going to get the 500, this was going to be it because that opportunity was there. The Jazz are there now at 20 and 20 going into play the Milwaukee Bucks, who is leading the no, Central Division with a 20 and no, set, 10 one record, the and they're 18 and 3 at home. Yeah, they're good. Uh, Tony Parks. Yes, sir. I, I don't know if we can hear you great. Worth checking the line tonight. The I'm not entirely sure that Ricky Rubio's last free throw didn't push this game. I know it was Utah minus four at the beginning. All right, well, then he didn't push it. It changed it. Yes. Even yep. better. Jazz minus four. Yep. 
I had it at five. <laughs> uh, right before the game. I love the fact that gambling's like such a part of our lives. We can finally <laughs> talk about it. After like 20 years of doing this, and now, like I knew it when it, I like I like consciously made a decision to not comment it when Ruby is in line. But like we're close to the point where we can start talking about that. Because think about how. Ex- there were people dying over Ricky Rubio's final free throw. Like the three <laughs> people that need to go to Gamblers Anonymous because they bet on the Pistons and the Jazz. I mean, those people are like in serious <laughs> mental problems. But, <laughs> like, but nonetheless, if they did, the, the game changed on that last free throw. <laughs> and they, every one of them are thinking, okay, Detroit with no timeouts, 12 seconds left. Right. You have to foul, Jazz. This right. is where you foul. And right. Instead, it's a turnover, then, more free throws. And it turns over, right, more free throws. Like, right. Like, Ouch. That, that is, if, if it was four, not five, even if it was five, right. that is all over Scott Van Pelt's ESPN show <laughs> coming up here on Bad Bets. For sure it is. For sure it is. All right, all right. David, Sorry. safe travels to Milwaukee, man. Stay hey. safe, guys. Good here, show. Here's the, here's, the, here's the difference between our three hosts, okay? Tony Parks, I can talk to that about Jake Scott would pretend he didn't know. <laughs> and Scott Gerard would be crying in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> or celebrating. <laughs> one of the two. He'd be reacting. Because oh, he'd no. be because like, he's one of the three guys. <laughs> he wouldn't. <laughs> See you There'd guys. be emotions out Thank of you, Scotty. my man. David Locke and uh, Ron Boone there in Detroit. Doing a great job tonight. What a great game. And the Utah Jazz win in close fashion after it looked for a minute. Like, they might end up being blown out. They were down by 18. They came all the way back to win. They fought through Rudy with foul trouble. They fought through uh, injuries with guys going out. They ended up shooting a a sluggish percentage through three quarters. They turn it on in the fourth. Donovan Mitchell was outstanding in the clutch moments as well, and they win by the final score of 110 to 105. Coming up next, we'll have the Utah Jazz game night postgame show for you. And, of course, it was all heard right here on the Zone Sports Network. 